It's Thursday, December 11, 2014. Mankind is creating the problem and mankind can solve the problem. Crunch time at UN Climate Treaty Talks in Peru. All countries should commit to put a price on carbon. Calls grow for an end to fossil fuels. Well, look, uh, you know, I've made various comments uh, some time ago, but... Australia goaded into finally joining the UN Green Climate Fund, plus... If he is not successful, Gary Southern, former president of Freedom Industries, faces 30 years in federal prison. Facing accountability in the West Virginia chemical spill. All of that accountability and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Okay, so the carbon deal isn't perfect. I still think it's better than the alternative, which involves having Matthew McConaughey find a new planet for us to live on. (laughs) Hey, even Republicans might go along with something that includes less Matthew McConaughey. Just saying, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know you've got a lot to cover today yeah. uh, with the uh, UN Climate Summit pushing towards its dramatic conclusion this week. But as we go to air, Congress is trying to make a last-minute deal to keep the government open. Don't know if they'll be successful or not. They've got this massive bill called the Cromnibus. What have the Republicans snuck into it that is going to ruin the EPA, ruin the environment, and everything else? Oh, my goodness. A whole host of things, like you said, big cuts to the EPA's budget and to science research, repealing endangered species protections that interfere with oil and gas drilling, huge increases in subsidies for fossil fuels and nuclear power, and there's lots more. It's pretty much a preview of what the next two years are going to be like when Republicans take over both houses of Congress. We'll see what happens. We'll see if this government stays open. Beyond that potential impending doom, what do you have for us today? Well, it's crunch time in the final days of the current round of United Nations climate treaty negotiations now underway in Lima, Peru. Delegates are crafting the major components of an international emissions treaty to be signed in Paris a year from now. In a fiery address on Thursday in Lima, U.S. Secretary of State John a fiery address from John Kerry? <laughs> yeah, I know. He highlighted the cost of extreme weather disasters and says the solution is obvious. The solution to climate change is energy policy. What's the worst thing that can happen to us for making these choices? Create a whole bunch of new jobs, kick our economies into gear, have a world that's more secure because we have energy that isn't dependent on one part of the world or another. And now at the talks, a remarkable development. For the first time ever at these talks, there are now open calls for ending fossil fuel use entirely as early as 2050, starting with a price on carbon in every country, according to World Bank President Jim Yong Kim. All countries should commit to put a price on carbon. It's a necessary, if not sufficient, step in any journey to zero net emissions. Calls are growing for the treaty to include a global price on carbon pollution and an end to all fossil fuel subsidies. So when we say a price on carbon, we're talking about a carbon tax, essentially. We're talking about charging big companies for the amount of carbon they put into the atmosphere, correct? Yes, that's the overall idea. And carbon taxes are a proven economic boost. Just look at British Columbia, where its carbon tax has been wildly successful for the economy while cutting emissions. That's being 
being touted as a model for all countries. It was also successful for the short time they tried it in Australia. Yes, it was. Up until the right-wing uh, Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, came in and did away with the carbon tax. And that's another big development at the talks. After being ridiculed by world leaders at the G20 talks last month, Tony Abbott, who's a climate change denier, reversed himself. Australia will now contribute to the UN's Green Climate Fund to help poor countries deal with global warming impacts. Well, look, uh, you know, I've made various comments uh, some time ago, but as we've seen things develop uh, over the last uh, few months, uh, uh, I think it's now fair and reasonable for the government to make a modest, uh, prudent and proportionate commitment uh, to this uh, uh, climate mitigation fund. I think that's... uh, something that a sensible government does. I love how reticent he is. Finally, some accountability here in the U.S. Gary Southern, the president of Freedom Industries, the company responsible for the toxic coal chemical spill into West Virginia's water supply last January, he has been indicted by the FBI for bankruptcy fraud, wire fraud, and lying under oath during the company's bankruptcy proceedings following the massive spill. So potential accountability for the president of the company responsible for the toxic spill into West Virginia's drinking water and accountability for Don Blankenship, who is also facing a trial for the deaths of 29 miners in a West Virginia coal mine back in 2010. Some actual, or at least potential, accountability for two different fossil fuel bosses in West Virginia. Good news, I think. I'll take it. For much more on all of the stories we covered today and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Country roads take me home to the place.